Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Film Optics Review brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I'm your host, Christian, and today we're going to be reviewing episode five of The Scholar of season two of His Dark Materials. I kind of did that backwards, but that's okay because this is like my third time trying this anyway. But of course, I'm joined, as always, each and every week by Griffin from FilmSpeak. How are you doing today, man? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I'm doing pretty great, man. Uh, ready to talk about this episode. A lot of great stuff. And, it, you know, know, it just every time you put Ruth Wilson as Mrs. Coulter in a scene, which for this episode was like 85 percent of it, uh, you're going to get greatness. Uh, so I was a lot of great character moments and uh, stuff in here. So, yeah, a lot, lot to talk about. Yeah, there there is a lot to talk about, man. It's been crazy, and I actually watched you and Sean Chandler's little uh, podcast earlier today. Yeah, you guys were talking about the whole Disney stuff. I'm like, I I feel like all that has happened, but it feels like it happened like a month ago when it really just happened last week. But yeah, like- right, it did. Well, so a lot of this stuff was like coming out, um, you know, bit by bit right over over the over the months so you know we have been getting pieces of but yeah that was like last week it was just like boom all there one one everything giant dump i feel it yeah all right so anyways uh uh before we begin today's review uh we would like to thank hbo for allowing us to review this series and of course you can listen to this podcast on uh apple podcast wow spotify stitcher Google Play, Red Circle, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and of course, Amazon Music. And you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. And yeah, we're going to be, you know, diving right into episode five, The Scuola. So, yes. You're, yes, what, what, The Scuola. What, <laughs> what was your initial thoughts of this episode i feel like we're almost done i we got i think what two more episodes left i i think so yeah it's it's really interesting yeah i think we do have two more episodes left or something like that it's really interesting because like i feel like there's a lot that's happened but then i also feel like there's like not a lot that's happened it just it sort of feels like we're reaching a halfway point and there's still like you know another five episodes to go or something like that but in reality there's only two um like what i was telling you before we started recording is i really like this season a lot and uh granted i haven't read the books so i don't know if this um you know is in line with the books or anything but what i do miss about season one is that it was constantly moving and giving us great character moments and uh kind of ramping up the tension and uh giving us like a globe trotting fantasy adventure like there was there was spectacle action uh stakes suspense character all the stuff that you would want uh in a show it was about ba- in a show like this it was balancing all of it and i feel like this season while excellent in the character department uh, and there have been some really interesting and cool moments uh philosophical and theological moments I, I feel like, you know, it's been because it's basically taken place in one central location. Uh, I, I haven't gotten that sense of like, wow, just yet. Every episode has been really consistent. Uh, this one included. And this one definitely has um, probably some of Mrs. Coulter's best moments. Uh, again, sort of building upon what we got from last week. But uh, on the whole, like, I, I, I'm just kind of ready for us to get out of that uh 
you know, little limbo city and like, let's let's get the adventure going, you know, which I'm assuming I'm assuming that's what will happen in like the next two episodes. At least I hope. Um, And, you know, I I get it. This is like it's the middle season in a three season uh, uh, or like a three book sort of adventure, three season Mm -hmm. uh, adventure. So I understand that it's not, you know, going to be the most. like there's still more story to tell and whatnot, but it does. Um, I guess that's just like my only complaint is that I wish there was like, you know, it was like moving a little bit more. Yeah, and I I I agree with you on that on that front because it, it does seem that you know we are in you know like the city of magpies and jumping back and forth between there and Will's world is kind of like you know uh, like you said with season one, it it hits the ground off running and then in the middle it's kind of taking its time um and and, and i don't know what it is i don't know if it's this or even with like the mandalorian like i don't feel like we should be at the end of the mandalorian already and that happened with um oh my gosh with the boys season two with me as well i just didn't feel like I was like, oh, wow, you know, like this doesn't feel like the finale, you know, yeah. Mandalorian coming up. It doesn't feel like the finale. It feels like the uh, it's kind of like with Game of Thrones, how usually what Game of Thrones would do is, you know, the big episode would be episode nine and then episode 10 is the aftermath. Yeah, exactly. Which, yeah. But I, I'm trying to figure out what's going to be happening within supposedly these next two episodes. Um I forgot what episode six is called. I got the email um, for earlier and mm-hmm. today, so I was gonna watch it, and then I was like, no, 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 no. I got, I got, I got to well, face myself. Wait, yeah, I, I mean, wait. <laughs> yeah, I mean, after like dicking around for a couple of episodes, they now have both the tools that they need. Lyra and yeah. Will have the tools that they need to go find uh, Jabari, and sorry not jabari jopari um and it was it's just kind of funny because it was like oh we waited like all this time to finally get andrew scott and like we get him for like half an episode and now this episode he's gone and it's like oh okay what are we what's happening i thought we were building towards this character and stuff and so i'm really hoping that we get that interaction between will and jopari next week because that's what this whole season has been building towards Literally um, the entire season, yeah, and a little yeah. bit of uh, Lord Asriel as well. I'm sure that James McAvoy will make an appearance, probably the season finale, because that's maybe just, I, 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 I don't know. I don't think I don't think, think uh, Asriel is going to be in this season as all at all, and like I'm okay with that. Like that's fine. He's not needed, but I think like the uh, everything that he do- he did last season, we're still sort of like feeling the the repercussions of it. So it's it's fine um but you know realistically i think this season has belonged to mrs coulter and uh mary you know like those are the two characters who have really just like consistently turned in uh well like the actors have consistently turned in excellent performances week to week but the the characters are the ones that are like i'm the most interested and invested in their uh journeys right now they they just are, they're such interesting people and the writers consistently give them the best moments um you know except for i, I think it was last week or the week week before where, where we got that nice uh scene with lee but like will yeah. and lyra i like 
you know, and, and in this episode, it's it's nice to see Lyra again, like I was saying last week, kind of take on that mentor role and like help Will uh, be able to use the knife and stuff like that. Like that, that to me, like I, it just is, again, strengthening that bond, which has been going on all season. But again, like, oh, man, every time Mrs. Coulter had a scene and she was like talking with Boreal about like coming into the show. Yeah, she's coming into the the world. I, it's just uh, that's the stuff I'm most interested in. Yeah, and like even even with you know, of course, this episode it it's it's all about you know we have to get the lithiometer back, and then you you have Will and um, I almost said Will and Daphne Daphne excuse me Will and Lyra trying to figure out okay, so apparently you know what the city of magpies I don't I don't think that's like the correct term of the city i think it's called something else in the books but apparently you know wherever they are it's kind of like um will's world is covered it's like underneath almost because mm. you know when when will's like cutting through um the air and they kind of see like the entrance of um boreal's house mm-hmm. and they're like okay you know like we have to position ourselves to where we can get the lithiometer and keep the knife because now we know how we understand how important the knife is and we've seen it fall into the wrong hands you know the first time that they even encountered it mm-hmm. and now you know wells the is the uh the wielder of the knife so he has to protect it as much as it needs to protect him so i thought that was pretty interesting it's just with that that scene because that's pretty much what the entire episode was building up to was them getting the the alethiometer back and when lyra finally you know meets her mother again for like the first time since season one like right before you know she was about to get cut from her demon it's like all of this emotion just swelled up and it's lyra just goes crazy pan turns into like a honey badger Goes yeah. full hop off on them and just oh, it was insane. I I I almost lost it, but it's like Mrs. Coulter, like her own mom. She's like, oh, you're looking for this. She's like, take it. Yeah, but she's like, but I don't want you hanging out with that boy anymore. Obviously, talking about well, because so clearly Mrs. Coulter, she she knows something. She she either knows what Lyra is or the prophecy that's going on, and. Obviously, she is not for whatsoever, but you know, I'm sure we'll talk more about it because that's not the only big scene she was in because she seemed a bit bothered when she was uh, when she first met Mary. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was pretty interesting. What 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 are your thoughts about that? With the whole, you know, she sees that Mary is this accomplished woman in her own world, and yeah, it, I feel like she's like she's pissed at herself, or she's pissed that she was either born a woman or you know she wasn't given the same opportunities within her own world yeah i i think what this episode does is it again sort of just you know further establishes that mrs coulter isn't really the villain uh of this series and the villain is like the uh misogynistic uh theocracy or whatever you want to call it that uh basically treated her the way that they did 
Um, and it's, it's, you know, we, we get that scene with the, uh, the magisterium kind of dealing with the repercussions of the witches like blowing up their, their thing. And, uh, I think what's so great about that scene is that it shows that one, nobody is safe by them. And then two, um, well, yeah. And, and then they have sort of like a little bit of a witch hunt going on in the, the inner circle and stuff like that when they pull, yeah. uh, uh, you know, you know, father graves out of the, uh, the, um, um, the, out of the meeting and whatnot, but but it's also like they're because of what's happening now, because of the 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 witches revolting, and because of the fact that they're women uh, revolting, powerful women revolting. It's like they're seeking to take down the um, uh, anyone who dares speak out or go against um, the you know male uh, power structure in place there, and so now it's like. You know, if you if you don't agree with, uh, you know, th- this way of life, then you're an enemy and uh, you're going to be executed and everything there. So it's just like it's like the the uh, the magisterium, because they're on the ropes right now and because they're afraid of the collapse of their system are doubling down on their, um, you know, sort of sexist power structure and whatnot. And I think what's so great about that scene is when you pair it with everything that. Uh, Mrs. Coulter is going through in this episode. She arrives uh, to you know our world, and she sees people acting normally without demons uh, being free. I think is the big thing. And I think Boreal even has an interesting line in there where he's like, "Well, they think they're free, but their governments are more corrupt than we are. <laughs> where they're all about yeah, consumerism. Yeah. They have a multitude of of religions and stuff like that." And she's just like looking out, and she's just like completely ignoring him. Um, and I think the ironic part about that is that Boreal has basically become as uh, obsessed with consumerism um, as they have. You know, he kind of puts his basic bitch. Yeah, yeah, he puts his basic <laughs> bitch shoes on. He gets some coffee and he like puts on his stereo, and it's just hey, you know, it, a nice place, man. <laughs> well, yeah, but like, but that's the interesting thing is like he, you know, Mrs. Coulter calls him out on it. She's like, you know, you have visited a world where they have answers to so many of the problems that plague us as a society. And instead you took it upon yourself to treasure hunt instead of helping for humanity. (laughs) And she's like, this is like, this is why I, it it just made her more mad because it's like it further, um, you know, went against like everything that she's been, it was like her whole life. She's, she, she wasn't allowed to reach her full potential because she was a woman. And now she sees someone who is like gone into this world and like has everything at their fingertips. And she's like, and you're not even doing it right. And so it's like, you really yeah. feel her uh, frustration in this, um, in this episode. And I don't know if you had anything you wanted to add before I get to the Mary stuff, but. Oh no. I, I thought that that's actually, that's, uh, that's a great point because you, you see, Mrs. Coulter just kind of, and, and it, it is true, you know, like he, um, Boreal is, he, he's, he's, he's a little sweet on Mrs. Coulter. I'm not going to lie. He's, he's oh, of course to- he is. He wanted to build a life with her and she's like, you wouldn't be yeah. able to keep up. It's like, yeah. she's, she's tired of being the smartest person in the room and having to be yeah. uh, held back, you know? And yeah. And for the longest time, it's like, I, I never really necessarily, um, considered mrs Coulter like the villain of the show because obviously all of this is all of this is happening because of what laura asriel did right, <laughs> like, right. all of this is happening because of that and yeah. he's kind of and, and maybe we don't see him this season he might be the uh 
the uh, the Sauron of you know his Dark Materials season two, where you know his presence is there, but he's nowhere to be seen because we don't know what he's doing. Right, um, right. But yeah, you, you made some really good points with Miss Culture. I I really I, I feel like she she's more of like an obstacle than a villain. Because but she's yeah, she, she's an obstacle for Lyra because Lyra can't trust yeah. her, and untruthfully, we have no idea like which she's a loose cannon. I mean, for as much sympathy and empathy as we have for her, and for as much as we want to like her because of how uh, unfair the world has treated her, you know, our attachment is with Lyra in her journey, yeah. and it's like, is Mrs. Coulter going to? get in the way of that to you know achieve her own personal goals instead of the you know doing what's right for for everyone and so i i don't know it is it is one of those things where it's like i i want to trust her with everything inside of me but like we we just can't like lyra we we have to err on the side of uh caution yeah yeah lyra lyra was not happy like no for sure yeah god it was insane like i just I felt like the same emotion that she was feeling. It's just yeah. like, it's it's just like literally the last person. I'm pretty sure she rather run into her father than her mother at this point. Like uh, I probably, like she, but, but she said a really, she said a really interesting thing at the end of this episode that I loved. And she was saying, she was like, I, I hope I'm not like either of my parents. And it's like, she sees Lord Asriel for the self-absorbed, uh, self-righteous person that he is and like she sees mrs coulter for this like really wicked evil person but who has like a sweetness and a genuine nature to her and like you know mrs coulter is like oh you're it's like admit it you're more like me than you care to realize and like by her saying that to lyra in that confrontation we see lyra literally go full uh mrs coulter like when when she was reprimanding her in season one and we just see her ruthlessly attacking uh, her her demon and um i think the interesting thing about that though was that while pan went after the monkey and like was basically had her down and theoretically should have mrs coulter down in pain and, yeah. and screaming and whatnot mrs coulter was standing up and yeah. i think it just shows that she is further um you know separating herself from her demon she is her own How person you know? you know what she did mention um right before she wants to go and we'll, we'll get into the mary uh segment here in a second uh but when when mrs culture goes to visit mary and boreal uh you know she's walking downstairs you know she changed into her her modern clothes or what have you yeah and boreal said you know where's your demon and she mentioned something about the um not the fairies, the witches. The witches, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's. It was like, yeah, it was like a one-off line. Yeah, but like, obviously, we didn't get anything more than that. So I'm like, who are you? Like, okay, like, uh, I, I don't know. Well, I, I wouldn't say that she is necessarily a witch. I mean, it may have hinted at that, but I think she has um, Some kind of discovered the ability. Yeah, the connection or the ability to separate herself from her demon. I think what's interesting about it is that she um it, it it comes down to um what is it like willpower and like you know becoming more independent and more confident in yourself and being your own person I think um Ooh. and and 
you know, you can see that there's sort of like a conflict inside of her because while she is separating herself from her demon and, and we can see like how somewhat painful it could it can be for her, she's managed to learn how to do that through, um, you know, willpower and whatnot. We see that the demon isn't ready for that. And so there's like a part of her, there's a part inside of her that's that is still like holding on to that thing instead of fully embracing the person um you know uh, instead of fully embracing you know marissa coulter who who is what she is and so i don't know i think that that's sort of like an interesting um uh thing that they were kind of tackling on there and then going on over to mary when she meets mary and then seeing how like a woman who is like equally as intelligent as she is and in like you know more accomplished and is like writing a uh, uh, you know an academic paper and on the brink of a uh you know uh, a world discovery that would change everything that people knows it's like she sees where she is and what she's done with her life and then she just has this moment where she's like that could have been me you know the the yeah. the power structure in in my world did not allow for that and so she just resents that and i feel like between that and her confrontation with lee in the prison cell we're getting these moments where like mrs coulter is just like she's getting more and more fed up with the um with how she was brought up with you know the world that she was forced to live in and the wasted potential and so i think we're going to and so ultimately i think with her arc we're going to see her uh try and um you know reclaim that and like get, become um you know the author of her own story and be be able to you know uh be as accomplished as her male colleagues you know yeah, yeah. Like you said, I I do not blame Mrs. Coulter whatsoever for being pissed because it's now that she knows that there are multiple worlds and it's, it's it's kind of like what might be going through her mind is what if I were to have stumbled across one of these other worlds because clearly yeah. there are you know gateways that are open and Mrs. Coulter said to Boreal in this episode, you know. How are you sure that you're the only one from our world that's here? Essentially, I'm just kind of paraphrasing, but she's right. like, how do you know there isn't others? Because there could be others hiding among them that, you know, have probably uh have probably thought the same thing. It's like, hey, this this world is better than my own. I'm just gonna build a second life here. And even with Will's uh father, you know, he's jumped from world to world and now he's 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 a magical shaman. So, mm -hmm. you know, he's, he's, um, he's definitely fit a lot of different hats on his head as well. So that's, that's interesting. But with Mary, she's, you know, she finally meets Mrs. Coulter with Lyra's mother and, you know, Mrs. Coulter kind of just books it out of there when, you know, Mary's just being Mary, you know, she, she's being nice. She's being polite and then she speaks to the angel dust again. And yeah. she's, you know, like, oh, you know, you, you have to go on a journey. You know, like your your time here has ended. You know, it's time for you to go through the portal. And I think uh, the dust had said, you know, we will not speak again in this world. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, she she's in the uh, the city of, of of the specters, which I'm very interested to see how that's going to play in to everything because we've seen that right 
um, from time to time. And we saw uh, the one kid with who had the knife prior with uh, b- before Will. You know, he gets taken by the specters as soon as, you know, he drops the knife because that's the only thing that was protecting him. And that's how he grew so old. Right. And then we get, you know, Leona Mormont. I forgot her name. That's why I'm just going to keep calling her that. <laughs> yeah. She she had a nice scene, you know. It, it she did was, have a good you know, scene. Like, yeah, there was, yeah. there was sort of nice. Um, but then she kind of just runs away. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's, there's, they're definitely building towards a conflict between those kids and like Lyra and Will. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm like less interested in that because I just oh, feel sure. like that's sort of like a hindrance on the plot. But I will be interested to see sort of like what happens um, with them when it eventually gets to, uh, you know, a a confrontation and whatnot. But until we get there, eh, I'm just sort of like whatever with that. Uh, But it is interesting how Mrs. Coulter uh, sort of like stumbled onto something towards the end of the episode when uh, Boreal was talking about the specters and how they only attack uh, adults and like children are the ones who are... um, able to get away free and she's like no there's a way there's a way and she's like scheming and everything and she you know you saw her get close to him and it's like okay here's here we go here we go (laughs) she's always scheming man she's always scheming always by the way really quick a little bit of a side note my mom actually just texted me and she's like oh i'm gonna start watching his dark material so i guess she's starting season one I don't know if she's gonna like it or not because I I, I was very skeptical. I'm like, yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm like, you're you're not a big you know fantasy person, so we'll 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 see what happens. But I'm just happy, you know, we might have another fan uh, arising pretty soon. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mom, so yeah, there you go. <laughs> sorry about that little segue. <laughs> Now back from our sponsors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm just very interested to see where this is going. You know, I I you know, episode six is out there for us. Apparently, actually, uh on through the BBC network, they got okay. I'm pretty sure they are an, they are a week ahead of us. Yeah, they because, they are a week ahead of us, yeah. And they felt they, they debuted on Sundays. Yeah. I'm like, ugh. I know they're gonna they're gonna spoil everything for us when when it gets to. When I haven't ran into anything yet. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm watching episode six as soon as we're done here. I, I'm <laughs> well, there you have I it. Will not be spoiled. <laughs> I, yeah, he's like, I will have this watched in, in time. Um, so. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, we're, so oh, yeah. So with with Mary, I, I'm very interested. I really want to know what her role is to play in all of this because That's between her and Mrs. Coulter, they, they probably are my favorites of the season. I mean, obviously, yeah, like you said, we have Will and we have uh, Lyra. Like they, they are, you know, great in their own respect. Don't get me wrong, but it's just, you know, when you see, you know, Mrs. Coulter, she has evolved in such a way that I, I think she's even more interested than Cersei Lannister at this point, to be completely honest. Like, I love Cersei Lannister. Yeah. But Mrs. Coulter, it's, it's just a different beast. But obviously, sure. you know, Cersei, she was, she she could be argued pegged as the actual villain because I mean, she kind of was. But mm-hmm. with Mrs. Coulter, it's, you know, you see the similarity. Obviously, both of those characters care for their children, but it's like, it's like a different type of way between 
liar on Mrs. Culture. I, I really don't know what it is. It talk, talk about your family drama. Yeah, I, for real. I haven't, <laughs> we haven't seen this much family drama since Skywalkers. So <laughs> it, it is what, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is what it is. You, you know, the Skywalkers are, but yeah, I'm just, I'm very interested to see where, um, what role Mary has in helping Lyra. And I want to know where the heck Lee Scoresby is. Well, no, they're coming through the portal. So maybe everyone is, I'm, I'm assuming, you know, wherever the city of Magpies, I think everyone's going to be, con, you know, uh, meeting there because we also have the witches that are, you know, coming to uh, rescue or find Lyra as well. So yeah. it's, it's, the, the hunt is on. <laughs> the hunt is on man and we've only got two episodes left of this season so uh it's gonna be exciting stuff and then uh, who knows maybe we get another two seasons of this show maybe it's just another season but they gotta i i'm really looking forward to when they break down that third book and, and things start to get uh yeah things start to get crazy but yeah uh, listen yeah, the Amber Spyglass. Uh, listen, I think this might be my favorite uh, episode of the season thus far. I I I, I absolutely loved it, and the, from from a performance and just from a character standpoint, it's it's excellent. It's excellent. Yeah, I I would agree with you one hundred percent. And yeah, like like I said last week, I was like I I was definitely getting ahead of myself because I was blinding in episode four and five together because I mean they're they're pretty much you know a part one and part two of obviously like a greater story but yeah it's 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 all about the knife and but but see we also don't know what boreal wants to do with the knife that's the other thing that i i feel like he just wants it for selfish uh purposes like he doesn't yeah i mean it's for collecting and you know power and and such it just um he doesn't seem like he has a um a dog in the fight he seems kind of um uh, you know, he just doesn't. Whatever's going to service him uh, is going to be the best option. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, Welcome like a true Sullivan. So, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But ah, uh, yeah. Was there uh, anything else you wanted to you know touch on that uh, you think we might have easily looked over before we uh, wrap up here? No, that's it. That's it. Yeah, it was a really <laughs> solid episode. Uh, excellent stuff. I'm just loving loving every week we get to talk about it. Yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really liking these week to week for like you know TV show reviews because we this like I said this is my first time trying it out. And I'm like, I I really enjoy this. You know, it's it's something yeah. to look forward to, and um, you, there's a lot of great TV shows out there. Um, yeah, but yeah, between this and Mandalorian, we uh, you know, uh, ending pretty soon. I don't know what else is out there wandavision's so. on the horizon oh that's right can't forget about wandavision there we totally. go i i can't believe it's coming out to be honest it's it it seems like a dream because we've been waiting for this for a while and you know everyone's like okay well yeah we have the mandalorian yeah but where's everything else and then disney investors they happen they're like here's everything else and they right, just right right dumped a bunch of crap on us <laughs> yeah. but yeah, so that pretty much concludes uh, today's review. Thank you all for listening. And don't forget to like and subscribe to um, us on the podcast platform of your choosing. And make sure to check out the other podcast shows on the uh, from the Drive-In Podcast Network over on the Music City Drive-In website at musiccitydrivein.com. The link will be in the description. And, of course, Griffin, let everyone know what's coming up on your channel, what new projects you're working on what you know uh videos people should be checking out over on your channel 
Yeah, I got some, uh, you know, more video essays coming your way and everything. Uh, I should have a really extensive deep dive on Tenet coming uh, towards the beginning of, of January. Uh, and a couple of special Christmas-themed uh, videos, uh, one that has to do with James Bond and one that has to do with uh, my top five favorite Christmas movies. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye out over on the Film Speak channel for all that stuff. And if you want to – oh, oh, and I'm uh, and I'm dropping my interview with John Hamm tomorrow, so that'll be fun. Ooh, uh, nice. So lots of cool stuff coming out on there. Uh, if, so if you want to stay up to date with everything I'm doing, you can give me a follow on Twitter at Griff Schiller. Okay. So – these Christmas movies, are they like, are they actually Christmas themes or are these movies that you personally like to watch during the Christmas time? Because I, I know there's, there's two different avenues that people take. I'm more of the, you know, I watch certain movies during Christmas time, like Lord of the Rings, even though it has nothing to do with Christmas. Right. Uh, no, they're actual Christmas movies. Like my top five okay. favorite uh, so not Christmas Hard. movies. Not I'm Die Hard. Well, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. No, no, no. I'll, 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 like, I'll, I'll push back on that. I think Die Hard is a Christmas movie, but I also think that um, it's it's not on my top five, but it is like I do enjoy – I find myself only wanting to watch it around uh, this time of year. So I've actually never that. seen it. Oh, it's so. great, dude. Oh, it's 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 excellent. Yeah. Yeah, I, I bought the Blu-ray. I just haven't popped it in yet. There you go. (laughs) But yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, We will see you guys next week. Only two episodes left. So uh, we'll see you then. See you.